Welcome to RP Gentlemen Numenera Game Dose. Game Numero Dose. Numenero Dose. Oh, exactly. That's were. the joke I was going for and wasn't able to make. Cool. Uh, so I'm Patrick, your uh, game master for this evening, uh, day, evening day. And uh, let's go around and introduce ourselves, starting with the man sitting alone in the closet. <laughs> oh, what can I say? Uh, my name is Clayton, and I am Berkir Vol. I am a rugged glaive who controls gravity itself. Uh, I should mention that we are. this is the first game we're playing uh, via the interwebs. So uh, we're currently coast to coast, and uh, Clayton mm-hmm. in Virginia? Yep, Norfolk, Virginia. Norfolk, Virginia on the East Coast, and then over on the West Coast, we have Introduce Yourselves. Hi, I'm Eli. Uh, I am playing Erwit Quindicott, who is a learned nano who wields power with precision. Um, I don't, I think it's supposed to be learned, but Erwit certainly <laughs> pronounces it learned. Uh, and we are coming at you from uh, Ballard in Seattle. Yes, and uh, I'm Alex. I'm visiting Seattle for this podcast, and I play Ardua, the nano whose flesh is fused with steel. Yeah, sealed inside, a, sealed in for flavor, one would imagine, inside a <laughs> I don't think if you suit. open up that Nautilus suit that there's going to be much flavor. There will be a want. flavor. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's like a sardine, a people sardine. <laughs> a pupine. <laughs> All right, so uh, just... Uh, run over what we did last time uh run over with a truck of weirdness because uh we started you all met in a snowstorm of memories uh, uh which sounds like a metaphor but is it was in snow. this world it well no, but like it had like sensation snow it was sensational i know snow. Archer oh, was bright. super excited about all that biz mm-hmm. and uh you guys met a french doctor lady who uh, wanted to know the source of this snow business. And uh, you guys agreed for a vaguely offered reward. <laughs> Not really anything of specific value. Uh, but then you were put into some mechanisms that uh, expanded your atoms to great size. Yeah. And yeah, Burke enjoyed that. Uh then you walked to the God's Light, a massive tower, taller even than your massive forms, and uh, basically ignored some storm giants, except for Erwit, if I recall correctly. Yep. Who <laughs> ate one, gaining his lightning power, and then got just gangbanged by the rest of them. <laughs> like, really fucked up. Yeah. And then you all reformed yourselves inside the God's Light. Uh, got some healing rain, which uh, you all found very pleasant. Uh, you talked to a, I think, Italian or like Chicago gangster. They're so uh, similar. Who was an uh, AI, uh, robotic drone pilot, uh, who you like lulled into a false sense of security and then murdered. Uh, via removal of his AI core, which ended up being, I think, uh, a cipher that helped you climb, which is weird. I'm not sure why that ended up, uh, just because of randomness. Uh, and then you guys fought some weasels of unknown amounts of legs and or uh, appendages. Yeah, near a sun bro. That was illuminating. Yeah. And uh, there's one more door. There's a massive door that rose up to reveal a tiny little alcove where you guys found three ciphers, which uh, we forgot what they were. <laughs> so I'm going to say it's a grenade, uh, a healing thing, and uh, who knows? <laughs> a, a mystery. One would you like two. me to just? I've got the thing. I can generate three random ciphers here. Would you? Would you like me to do that? Well, I guess so. <laughs> Those aren't good enough for you. <laughs> yeah, you can generate uh, a couple more. Okay. Well, I. Uh, uh, 
So yeah. I have a, uh, a here. I've got an occultic countermeasure. Um, this is a small, light, shiny biological nodule. Uh, when it's broken, it add one. It adds one point of armor against physical damage for ten minutes. That's awesome. Uh, we've got an anetic cure, which is worn. This is a shining headband with engraved symbols. When worn and activated, the user will start to secrete a liquid, which, when consumed within a week, uh, cures blindness of level two or lower. Uh, oh, man, that's gross. And uh, finally... So it's literally a sweatband. It's a it's a magical sweatband. <laughs> yeah, and then if you eat the sweat, blind, it's Jesus's sweatband. <laughs> oh, this is cool. Uh, this is great, actually. This is an inadequate weapon, uh, handheld. So this is essentially a grenade. Um, it's a damaged lump with engraved symbols. When it's Ooh. thrown, it covers a zone at short range on a small area, causing stun for one round. The effect lasts for ten minutes and affects anything passing through it. Mm. So it creates a little zone for 10 minutes that anything in it or passing through it gets stunned. Oh, that's useful. Yep. All right. So uh, for all those people who like at home who carefully wrote down the last items we had and wanted to know how we'd carefully use them (laughs) in uh, exciting combat ways, well, now you got some new ones. Of course, no one did that. So uh, at the last and final door uh, had, if you'll recall, uh, a man who was kneeling and uh, weeping molten gold. And then he kind of melted away and went down the tunnel and away into the darkness. It mm-hmm. was very spooky and everybody's yes. creeped out. And do people Patrick, normally do that? Not, I try, not, not in your experience. Uh, not since you've been under, since you've gotten back from underwater, you don't know if that's a trend. Yeah. <laughs> like it's all the these days. They're, Everybody's composing themselves into dust motes and flying away. Man, I missed a lot. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's, it's the newest fashion. Uh, and you guys have been basically haunted by the specter as uh, you each, each corner you turn around, he's there again, and then disappearing and kind of leading you away into the darkness. Oh, dear. And uh, you decide to follow him <laughs> for no particular reason besides the fact that it's the only way left to go well he's I think made that of guy's gold. good he's shiny i think we should go follow him i think we should steal his body and sell it or just Whoa. keep it because it's cold that's his that's his body we shouldn't we shouldn't hurt him we should well i mean it, it'll anything. depend on his what alignment a fascinating piece of molten gold it almost looked like it was a human for a moment there this mm. art installation piece is quite horrifying yes uh so at the Last corner you turn, uh, you don't see the man. Uh, it is still dark, but there's kind of a faint glow emanating from the walls, the floor, the ceiling. It's fairly featureless, but uh, there is a, there's a very large, thick door ahead of you. It's uh, completely closed. Completely closed. Not uh, even a sliver. Hey, I'm going to try punching it. I'm All usually right. pretty good at punching things. Roll, roll me punching. Punching away. Roll the three. Are you, are you <laughs> skilled in in um, combat or anything? No. Okay. Ah, <laughs> uh, the the door resounds with a a light ting, like a, like a bing. Guess uh, I wasn't in the mood for punching today. Yeah, this, this is not a, this is not punching day. It's not boxing day. Uh, Erwitt looks over at bodyguard number one and kind of squints for a second and then just uh, tries to open the door. All right. Um, you The door doesn't seem to have any computerized, like, locking mechanism up. But as you look closely, there is a tiny, very minute series of uh, code, of numeric code, uh, printed in the very center of the door. Hmm. Hmm. Look, uh, look like anything I've seen before. Uh, you think that you probably have to, like, you know, get out your, look in your labrera pants to see if or, uh, this, uh, computerized dialect, but you could probably translate it with a good enough role. Okay, yeah, uh, I, I'm gonna give it a shot. I am, um, I am trained, uh, so you can decide to add these things up as you see fit, but I am trained in both, uh, Numenera perception 
and academia and this seems like a s academic kind of exercise so uh however you see fit to to apply those modifiers i'll give it a roll that's a five all right so you think that you have a general idea <laughs> that this has is words you don't think that it's a you think it's definitely words you didn't feel like reading I, today i would like to make an announcement these codes i believe them to be words of some sort right, announcement uh, Berk, concluded Berkey kind of standing uh just kind of blinking and or what there uh Berkier is going to attempt to well, he wants to look at this door first. Does this door, is it like a double door? Is there any discernible feature other than these, like, codes at all? It's a slight depression in the wall. Otherwise, it would resemble another wall. Okay. Um, nice. Maybe it's just a wall. Like, have you right. ever considered it's a wall? Berkier's going to, he's going to go up and he's going to, like, put his shields up against the wall. He's going to try to work some gravity magic to slide this thing forward or sideways or... Just try to see if it budges. All right. Roll roll it up. All right. Rolling it up. I rolled a seven. <laughs> <laughs> you guys okay. are a fucking super uh, dream. So Venture over. Good work, everybody. Defeated by a door. Yeah. Uh, your, your, gravity, your gravity has no effect here. Your gravity has no power here. Brick here is like struggling with it. He's like, who could seem to budge it? It won't be one way or the other. I know words, and this is a hell of a world. Indeed, indeed. Is there anything else in the, like this hallway? Is it just ending in a, a depression? It's just ending in a depression. Depression that's uh, <laughs> no entendre, because we are now quite sad. <laughs> it's, yeah, you are depressed in this depression. Um... If you want to make another roll, Erwit, I'll, I'll allow you to do that. Erwit's really squinting real hard. <laughs> he puts uh, on his fancy specs. Yeah. His oh, yeah. Specs. Yeah. Oh, that's what the, uh, Oh, absent-minded me. I forgot to put on my spectacles. Uh, that's a three. Okay. <laughs> okay. Arjua's got an idea. Okay. Arjua runs down the hallway. And then she comes running back down the hallway at the door. <laughs> Full speed. Um, All right. And she's going to she's gonna go, like, fist forward and, like, kind of, like, uh, both fists pointed up so it hits her whole, full, both her forearms. And we'll see uh, if that does anything. Oh, she rolls a 16. Mm. All right. So you, you smack resoundingly into the door and, like... Uh, metallic dust falls but it does not seem as if the door is uh gonna be opened anytime soon guys uh wow. that uh, wasn't a, a idea <laughs> great idea erwitz squinting at the codes um and trying to pronounce them in any way that he's more more rob block maran town Roll again. <laughs> Erwitz gonna apply a level of effort this time. He's yeah, really... I think that's a good idea. <laughs> I forgot we can try when we did things. He's really squinting at it, so I've deducted two points from my intellect pool. And that's an 18. Alright, you are, you have fucking got this now. It, uh, it, it glows in front of you and the words appear. Greater than God. More evil than any demon. The poor have it. The rich need it. Eat it and you will die. Time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah? Let's, let's just try... Oh, it's uh, one of those I'm, riddles. Let's try common riddle solutions. I predict it is nothing. Bro, oh, fucking god damn it. That's out of character as the GM. I thought that would take you guys longer. Uh, All right. So the door majestically starts to slide open from you <laughs> very easily figuring out its riddle. <laughs> Erwit, I want to clarify, didn't think about what the solution might be at all. He was just going to try three or four common solutions to riddles. <laughs> Key, uh, nothing, time, change. 
teeth. Erwitz Ur- not actually very intelligent, but kicks ass at riddles. Let's be clear <laughs> about that. All right. So the door slides open slightly uh, akimbo because it's got its gears fucked up by arduous charge. <laughs> oh. Uh, but as it, it kind of jankily slides up, you see uh, a line of bodies hanging before you like scarecrows. Limp forms held aloft by pipes and wires. Oh, this is horrific. Golden dust flows unaided in rivers through the air pouring into eyes and ears and mouths of these poor wretches whose chests still rise and fall with labored breath. Corridors lead beyond, more shadowed shapes crucified within. To your right, a man speaks without opening his eyes. I was a teacher. To your left, a woman's pale lips move. I was a merchant. Straight ahead, a child whispers. I was alive. Oh, this is so sad. Arjua cannot handle it i With just a gotta s- run over there and try and take them down she understands what it's like to be perpetually in a prison and just wants them to at least be laid at rest with the sound like a great cathedral organ forged from flesh and bone every victim of this awful place speaks with one voice now we are him he who bound us he who slew us he who lives within us now this is getting a little scary for Berkier. He's pretty freaked out. Kind of. So you all down. appear to be some sort of choir of some sort. <laughs> <laughs> or wait, not now. This is serious. This is this is a terrible. Um, uh, who is this? Who is this choral director? Him that you're talking about. Uh, and it looks like above all of these figures, uh, everybody roll me some perception. Okay. Twelve. 11 and I'm trained. 16. Ardua? 12. Oh. Uh, so, you, uh, Ardua and Erwit kind of make out that there's like a, a balcony, like an Abe Lincoln headshot balcony up above uh, on <laughs> the far side of the room. And, uh, but with his keen woodsman's eyes, uh, Burke can see. That there's a, a figure standing up there. It looks like a like a human figure, but with kind of like a black webbing over mouth and like Ugh. shoulders and everything. And then what looks almost to be like a like a giant tub, like a like a big tub, like a hot tub. But yeah, you can't see what's mm. within because it's uh, at, at a bad angle. But uh, the webbed figure does seem to be holding something. All right, well, Berkey is looking up and he's like, there appeared to be the figure up right there in the balcony. I don't like the look of it, hot tub. <laughs> she doesn't like, like it's a malicious hot tub. That's I mean, to be fair, it's not a wrong assumption at this point in these environments. Uh, and as uh, you see, watch the figure raises... It's uh, it's object that it's holding, and I would like to uh, I would like Burke to make an avoidance roll. Okay, avoidance. I rolled a four. <laughs> All right. So Burke, you right between your shields passes some type of projectile, and. It slams into your side for 10 damage, 10 physical damage. And it just passes right out the back of you, taking a lot of Burk with it. Too much Burk. (laughs) Oh, my Uh, God. More Burk than you'd like. (laughs) Uh, And uh, and you can see the figure kind of uh, moving something along the object. Clearly, it is reloading or chambering another round. Okay. How do I take so, damage again? Uh, it comes from your physical pool. Okay. <clears throat> Might pool starting. Um, Jesus. Run out of might. It comes out of your speed pool and let us know if you're on that damage track. Well, Ardra was trying to uh, help these figures down from the crucifixes or loading gold, but uh, now I think she should probably come back and try and help the living-ish. 
Well, I mean, if do you want to try and uh, I do? Help yeah. She down? well, first thing she did is run into the room and try and help them. Okay. Uh, so I would like you to make a uh, D six roll. I got a three. <laughs> All right. So the figure just kind of slumps down into your arms, and uh, the like the gold dust filters away, and clearly the figure is. It's now at rest, you know. Okay, she uh, sets it on the ground, uh, and I guess now turns back towards uh, Erwit, or uh, Bjork. Uh, so I, the like racks of bodies uh, would provide you cover from like you're now in cover from the gunman, but uh, Burke and Erwit are both still out in the open. Erwit, bring Burke over here. I'm like three feet taller than he is. Uh, deserve it. I mean, I can, uh, you know, I can do an onslaught as a as a ranged attack. Can I get, can I see the target of this well enough to to try and do some damage? Yeah, you could definitely try. Okay. Um. So it's uh just gonna be a basic onslaught attack, but I'm gonna um you know if if possible or if I roll really well or something, I'm gonna be trying like to push them backward. Like knock them back so they can't easily be shooting at us here. Uh, that's a natural one. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> uh, you sl- uh, you slam Arjua into the wall. Uh, I'm not gonna say she takes any damage, but uh, make me two d6 rolls, Alex. I got a two and then a four. All right, so uh, one of another body slides down and just kind of falls uh, uh, dead to the ground, but the other one, uh, and this is oh man, I was in a dark place when I wrote this. Uh, with a sound like ecstasy, the corpse falls from its golden line, spraying molten metal from every orifice as it reaches for your throat. Ooh. And I'd like you to make it a dodge roll. Okay. Apply some effort to that one. Well, I didn't, so it's a seven. Uh, yeah, you're going to take four damage as it just slams <laughs> its arms and hands and sprays you down with a golden shower. Oh, this is the worst one I've experienced. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're, you're, you're usually well-equipped for those in your diving well, suit. That's true. I don't get too wet uh, from it. All right, so it's now Burke's turn. All right, Burke here is kind of staggered where he was hit. He's dropped one of his shields. He's, like, shielding himself with the other. Uh, can I spot, like, any way to climb up to this guy? Because I'm really good at climbing. Uh, it looks like if you went through the, like, corridors of hanging bodies, there'd be definitely a way to ascend up there. All right. Despite the fact that I just had a huge chunk of myself torn from my body, I'm going to try to get closer through these corridors of body to the balcony. All right. And are you uh, are you trying to avoid the bodies, or are you... I'm avoiding the bodies. Those things. That is not natural. That's not yeah. something you see in the woods. It's not good. <laughs> All right. So uh, you move within the corridors. Uh, you have cover from the gunman. You can get about like halfway or so there. Uh, th- before your turn's done, and uh, then it'll be the gunman at the top of the order, and he's gonna take a pot shot at Erwin, who's did not take cover. Not uh, well. Not well. <laughs> uh, so Erwin, I would like you to make an avoidance. Yep. Uh, definitely. It takes me a lot of points, but I'm applying an effort of speed to this. That's a natural twenty. That'll do. All right. So <laughs> you dodge out of the way it ricochets and takes the uh, maniac who's been spraying down Ardua right through the head and uh, there's a lovely golden mist where that used to be and the body drops down tell you none of this is lovely that is (laughs) how you dodge successfully you you see that Brooke huh all right Try it. That's how we do it in academia. <laughs> Burke is ignoring the strange voice. Throw down a book, like mic drop, and walk away. Uh, all right, so uh, now we're back to uh, Ardua. Well, Ardua thinks that 
if she were just to help these accursed souls, that they wouldn't try to spray their gold mist on her. So she's going to go to the next nearest uh, crucifix of gold or whatever and uh, attempt to gently release them from their torture. All right. Uh, I'm, I'll, I'll alter the odds a little bit because of your gentle nature. Uh, make me a roll. This was, was it a d6 last time? Yeah. Okay. I rolled a natural one. That actually, uh, like, the gold drains away, and uh, it's it's a it kind of a teenager-ish guy, and he's got, uh, reveals bright blue eyes, and he just looks very scared and confused, but uh, mostly alive. And oh, my God. This uh, just grabs a hold of your bubble, and it's just like, thank you. I, I, have, I have to help the others. And then uh, runs off and tries to help down another one. Wait. And I will roll a d6. Oh, that isn't good. So he tries to remove another one who just vomits gold on him and just immediately starts to beat him to death. No! <laughs> Does, can Archer run over there and try and help him, or is it someone else's turn? No, uh, I'll give you uh, action. Are, what are you trying to attack the other? The I'm new... a Archer's instinctual reaction is to run and try and dive and knock the other guy off of him. Okay, uh, make me a roll. I'm going to apply a level <coughs> of effort to this. I assume it's speed. Sure. Oh, I got a 19. Uh, you mm. just, you knock, you, I'm going to say you knock, and then you use him basically as kind of like a toboggan to slide down the corridor, so you're about uh, equal with Burke on, the, on like a different side, uh, closer to the balcony. Also, for our listeners, I apologize for my voices of different characters all going to sound more or less the same, because I'm uh, <laughs> quite ill, and my throat is ravaged, as if by reavers. Wow. Um, oh, harsh. Uh, exactly. Well, <laughs> Arjua, not one to be kept down for any sort of struggle, uh, claps her hands and goes, Wee! <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, uh, just a hearty, a hearty uh, person in general. Yeah, young boy, come over here to safety! Uh, uh, just freaking out with more of the gold on him, he uh, starts to run away out the room. And, uh, or what, I believe it's your turn. Um, well, obviously we've got something of a situation here, but uh, there's no rush. They've been here a long time. Let's, uh, Erwitz, with no immediate threat around, is going to look for some kind of control mechanism, uh, giant off switch. Uh, no, me a... you're getting yeah, shot what are you, at. What are you talking about? The guy in the I thought we killed that guy. Yeah. No, no, no. He killed the guy that was on top of me trying to spray his gold. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't uh -huh. dodge and then ricochet directly back at the gunman. <laughs> oh, that's what Erwin thought happened, and he thought he was really, really cool because of it. <laughs> no, Erwin's um, slightly less cool. Okay, uh, well, um... Well, Erwin's as much as possible, you know, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't need, like, a good, you know, for my attacks to hit, I don't need, like, good line of sight, so um, I'm gonna move forward as much as I can um, trying to get into some kind of cover from the from the balcony that we're being shot at from. Um, also, later on, I could try and charge up to the balcony or something. Um, and uh, he's just gonna uh, give it a give it a little uh, little onslaught here. This one's gonna be uh, the, the mental damage variant. Um, so I'm trying to get into the head of whatever's uh, attacking me here. I'm, I'm, uh, what is it? So Erwin doesn't believe in this stuff. What does he think he's doing when he onslaughts somebody? Um, mostly just that, like, he, he, like, looks at him and, and, like, you know, he knows there's, like, stuff going on, but, like, he looks at him really, really cool and they get, like, really scared about how cool Erwin is. <laughs> so he thinks it's psychology. <laughs> Not psychicness. Essentially, Erwin is a strong believer in you know like like the stare down as as a tactic. Um, yeah. In any event, right. uh, so this is uh, this is what this is what we call a mind slice. Um, this is uh, whoop. Uh, that's a ten. All right, so uh, that is gonna be good enough to 
do uh, a little bit of damage. It looks like he he he, he blinks. He blinks hard, but Excellent. Uh, it, not enough to stagger him in any way. Yeah, it's a two and, points of intellect damage is is what this this does here. All right, and uh, then it is uh, Burke's turn. All right, um, Burke. I, I noticed earlier. I had said I Burke here had dropped the shield. Uh, however, when he ran towards the balcony, he did take that shield with him. So he still has both of his shields. I, I assumed. Okay, I always assume. Certainly. Um, so he's going to continue to run towards the balcony or the wall like, up where the balcony is situated. All right. So it uh, looks like there's not like a necessarily a ladder or anything, but there's a lot of cabling that runs up there. Uh, all of the gold that's funneling from these people's orifici is also channeling up there uh, via some sort of uh, system. It's not in pipes or anything. It's just kind of floating up towards and all gathering together and uh, flowing towards the malicious hot tub. <laughs> and the, the, the stew tub. of evil that is going on up there. All right. Am uh, I, so, do, hmm? do I have a chance to, can I take an action now? Like, am I able to climb the same turn? Yeah, you'd be able to get up there. Okay, what, well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to, since I'm good at climbing, I'm good at gravity, I'm going to take the, or Burke here is going to take his shields, he's going to use them sort of as climbing spikes, and like, I don't know, well, what does this wall look like? Can I even do this in the wall? Like, I'm going to... Uh, I mean, I assume Burke it can pretty much slam his shields through most things. All right, he's going like... to use his shields like climbing spikes, and just like... Slam his way up, climbing towards the balcony. Slam his way to the top. That's, that's just a great way. The to Burke way. Uh, all right, Burke, do your thing. It's not Make very sneaky, though. Uh, no, I, I they, they know you're coming. I rolled a thirteen. <laughs> kafunk, 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 kafunk. Yeah, you you could thunk your way up. Basically, uh, you can thunk your way up so that you now have a little ceiling above you hanging off next to the balcony, like you're even with the balcony. Mm -hmm. He'd have to like lean over and around to shoot you, but you're uh, not up on top quite yet. Uh, by the way, uh, Ardua has points of armor, right? Yeah, lots. Yeah, so uh, when you took that four damage, make sure that you are subtracting oh, uh, from your I armor. Oh, I forgot. She has six armor. She took no damage. Yeah. you you have six armor? Yep. Uh, everything. I have heavy armor, which takes a lot from my stat pool. I have fused flesh. I am tough, and I have a, the the um, nano ward around all of that armor. Ooh, so, yes. Yeah. She, she's very, just doesn't really care about this giant ballista thing. She's uh, helping people. Uh, and then, same with Burke. I don't know uh, what your armor's at. Uh, Burkier's uh, online character generator is not letting him edit his armor values, so... He has an armor value of four. Yeah, that sounds. I mean, better than you, ten the, damage. The thing is, if it's a, I would say that your shields are cover rather than. I uh, I would agree. Like if something hits the shield, then then you're not taking damage. But uh, any armor underneath would be four. Yeah, he he's not quite as armored as Arjua, so he's got four. Who is is essentially armor? Like yep. there's very little flesh inside her. Hey, it's uh, it's there. It's just fused, okay? <laughs> yes. All right. So, uh, and now it is the gunman's turn. Uh, the gunman is going to uh, shoot at Ardua, who is the closest one he can see, and uh, make me a, make me a avoidance roll. Wait, wait. I'm skilled in might defense, so she's just gonna take there and like make herself as like uh, make compact and armor tight as possible. All right. She rolls a five though. <laughs> no, that's not going to be good enough. Uh, so that's 10 damage uh, okay, minus so your armor, so 4. Okay. Uh, as the bullet just pings, it, it, it's there's a spider webs of cracks that spread from your, your head bubble. Oh, no! No! I can't be released. be exposed to the air. A little hissing. Oh, this, this is, like, actually kind of terrifying her. Uh, a, a, a crack in the armor. All right, uh, but we're back at the top with Arjua. Okay, well... Ardua, um, even though a little bit more fearful, uh, is still determined to, uh, help these people. She wants to know, uh, what do I see? How many more people are there, like, floating and 
pools of gold. Uh, I mean, they're all they're just being like it looks like gold's draining out of them slash going into them. It's all it's not necessarily a pool. Okay. It's like floating dust trails. Okay, but how many people are left suspended? A lot, like, a, a lot. Well, I got my More workout ahead of me, so Arjwa's <laughs> gonna keep saving people. Arjwa, let's deal with the threat first, and then we could probably save them all at once. I know what it's like to be an eternity of peril, and I do not think that What's they want to remain. Five minutes on an eternity. You handle him. Eternity yeah, is forever. Down there, guys. We gotta get along and get the bird man. He's making a reasonable and totally understandable point. He's yelling Absolutely. this as he's, like, hanging below the balcony, too, up on the wall. All right, Arjua, uh, I'm going to say that you can help, uh, let's say, four people if you're just knocking them down, like, you know, ripe avocados, or, uh, like, two if you want to gently take them down. Two. All right, make me a roll. Arjua is patient. Oh, wait, six, yes. I'll do two d6s in a row, or do you want me to do one, like, and then wait? Either way. Roll the two. Roll the one again. Are both of these people are, uh, they, they wake up, it's, uh, it's an old lady and, uh, and, uh, um, a midget. <laughs> but, uh, they, they both thank you profusely in voices that I'm not gonna do. Okay. And, and, uh, go, the... They both go to help another person. Well, Archer wants to, like, inspire them, so she, she shouts, uh, Go, help your brothers and sisters in pain. We must free them all from this torture. All right, they will roll. Oh, and uh, I was hoping this would be. They, they rolled a six. So uh, they both go to help down, like, uh, an older gentleman. He's got, you know, uh, he's, a, he's a silver fox. He's, was still, you know, middle aged but in, in good shape, and his the eyes open, the metal within is hardened and horribly aware. Golden bones rip through the skin of the hands, melding together to form elegant cleavers, oh, sharp as a scalpel. And uh, they're both going to make a rolls to avoid. Uh, the old lady gets out of the way. She's remarkably spry. But the midget is cut down uh, horribly by these cleavers and just sliced and diced. It's it's awful. You don't want to watch. And then it it goes after the old lady. Uh, But it's Erwitt's turn. Um, Erwitt's kind of getting the sense that uh, this is this is a situation that calls for a little more raw physical force than than his level of finesse can can muster so uh he's really using his head here um he's he's staring at the the gunman the gun specifically um looking at it and uh Erwitt's gonna try and use uh hedge magic to see you, you know he has some familiarity with these sorts of artifacts and often there'd be some kind of switch on the side that turns the thing off like a like a safety of some sort um and so he's you know got his spectacles on looking as as tough as he can trying to see if there's any like off mechanism on the gun that he can hit with hedge magic all right uh make me a perception roll first absolutely uh that's a natural one (laughs) uh you're not you actually lose track of the gunman you're not entirely (laughs) sure where he went he's not even on the balcony some some gold dust got in your eyes you're kind of you're confused everything's sparkly it's like being in a strip club. It's unpleasant. All right. Uh, so you you don't have to make your hedge magic roll, or if you can, I'll say it, it raises up a difficulty. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm just going to try and flip a switch somewhere or something <laughs> here. Uh, All right. It's 10. Uh, the jacuzzi's jets turn on. <laughs> is this in the hot tub of doom? This is a horrible yeah. time to give that guy some more comfort. And Wait. Yeah, it, it looks like he's definitely... Ooh, oh, so comes from the... <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> this is what he sounds like. Uh, and it's now Burke's turn. All right, Burke here is hanging below the balcony. Um... He's going to climb up on top of the balcony where the gunman is. Clank, 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 clank. 
And what what does he see as he's up on this balcony? Uh, so you see two things. First of all, you see the gunman is like the webbing that you see is growing in and out and from him. Ooh. And the weapon he's holding is just an extension of his arm. Oh. It looks like whatever he's throwing at you is also biological in nature. Like this whole thing is no, it doesn't look like there's any kind of chemical uh, like gunpowder or any electronics. It's just some sort of grown weapon. And uh, immersed within a bath of liquid metal is an ancient man. A pool of silver flowing out from his chest and becoming gold as it runs down his skin. He stares upwards, eyes clouded and sightless. Bony features composed in a state of painful rapture. Ooh. Burger is taken aback for a second at the sight of this man. Oh, oh, hey, shield man, if you see any strange things up there, I think you should smash them. I don't think you guys are going to believe that. <laughs> All right, but Burkier is back in business, and he's going to charge the webman. All right. And attack, uh, trying to bash him. Attack. In fact, I'm going to try to bash him off of the balcony with my shields. Probably a good idea. I am going to roll, while attempting to do that, a nine... Uh, what, don't I get an edge bonus as well? You gotta subtract. So if you want to apply uh, effort to the thing, um, the edge means it only costs you two instead of one. And if you want to uh, apply two levels of effort, that second level only costs you one instead of two. So one point of edge is nice for applying two levels of effort because it only costs you three, which is what one level of effort usually costs. Well, I would like to apply two levels of effort. Cool. All right, and with that, you cast him out and away and uh because it's just how these things work the uh top of the corridors is uh jutting with spiked machinery <laughs> of course you he's, do <laughs> his he's just impaled in several places Ugh. and uh the webbing just starts to it looks like he has some sort of healing uh, action but it's trying to heal around what is essentially a pillar so it doesn't look like it's going good, but the webbing's just starting to like cover the different spikes as uh, more rupture from him. Uh, does not look like he's going to be getting up anytime soon is the core message that I'm trying to convey. He went out in extended edition Saruman style, man. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. Uh, and so uh, you guys are now not, not technically out of combat because uh, the... Uh, cleavered handed man is uh, now going to go and try and cut down the old lady <laughs> once again um, and rolls a natural 20 so that lady is she's, she's how many pieces is anymore. she in now <laughs> I don't want to talk about it it's not good it's it's Ardra, you feel bad for waking her up because then she went through what is essentially a magic bullet situation. <laughs> Ardra is so pissed. Ardra, and it's your turn. Ardra charges at him and uh, doesn't like slam into him. She puts both giant uh, metal fists around his shoulders and attempts to just rip the cleavered arms off his body. And she applies uh, two levels of effort. Alrighty. And she rolls a 17. And he is armless. He is armless oh. and armless now. Uh, though as you see, uh, as you watch, his eyes, the the gold in them start to form like uh, spikes, essentially. And it looks like his body's just trying to create new weapons. Uh, this does not look particularly threatening since you're holding his arms, which could be used now as weapons against him. But uh, just... And FYI. Uh, FYI. Yeah, this is not a time for puns, Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm the game master. Hey, I ain't got no stakes. Uh, but now it's Erwitt's turn. Um, only remaining threat in the room seems to be this thing. Uh, Erwitt's walking on over. Um, we haven't seen a lot of this because Erwitt's fond of using his what he believes to be magnet-based powers for things. Uh, <laughs> but uh, he takes his... Uh, Arud also just carries a staff. And uh, so he's going to uh, 
flap this thing on the head with his staff. All right. Uh, he is. Uh, let's. I, I believe I am. Uh, I am practiced with light weapons, so I, I I I know what I'm doing. I think that counts as like a, a level of training here. I know what I'm about. Yeah, Ur- Urwitz Urwit has decided that the staff is the most gentlemanly of weapons and has uh, practiced extensively. That's a three, though. So not too extensively is what you're saying. No, Urwitz not good at very many things. <laughs> uh, Can you help? Yeah. Your your staff gets uh, it's stuck on one of his eye spikes, and you're just kind of jostling with him comedically. Uh, you'd be you're good for keeping him away from you now. Like you now have him at staff <laughs> slang, but uh, you you're now impaled on the staff. Uh, so now we're back to uh, Burke. All right, Burke Gear is up on the balcony after shoving that guy off and impaling him, which was awesome. Uh, he's gonna, I mean, he sees his friends fighting down there, but he's gonna turn his attention to this mysterious old man in the hot tub. All right, uh, so the the mysterious old man's quick to take a drink of water because he's got a little monologue. Oh, here. I, I mean, I know it's not just a hot tub. The mysterious old man is leaking silver, which is turning into gold, in the magical hot tub. It makes yeah. it a lot less weird. So, and he, he he's just, you noticed uh, now that you're not actively in a combat situation that he has just been speaking this entire time. And uh, you ca- as you lean in, he says, I am he, they are not, but I am not alone. We found this place. We claimed this place. A thousand thousand died within its walls. Ten thousand thousand served them. We live again to make gold of silver, silver to gold and men to gods. A sea of power, a silver sea. Such a glory, such a goal. I am he, they are not, but I am not alone. We found this place, we claimed this place. A thousand thousand died within its walls. Ten thousand thousand served them. We live again to make gold of silver, silver to gold and men to gods. A sea of power, a silver sea, such a glory, such a goal. And it just keeps repeating on and on. Mark, are you talking okay. to a crazy person up there? Uh, this this old man's words are completely lost on Burke here. He is not the smartest guy in the room. Uh, although, uh, that's starting to be arguable. Yeah, um, there's not a lot of smart people <laughs> in this room. Uh, he... I guess the, the man does not seem to pose a threat. Uh, Berkier, despite his lack of understanding of the old man's words, uh, sees an old man in possible distress, and he's going to move to lift him out of his tub. All right. Uh, so you are just able to do that, but uh, make me a might roll to see what happens. All right. Might roll. Natural 20. Uh, so I'll lift the shit out of him. <laughs> Uh, you actually just use your gravitational powers to just kind of levitate him out. Well, can I can I and, scoop him out with my shields? Uh, yes, you can also do that. I'm gonna the gravity him. just kind of aids. Um, so your shields, it feels like you feel like some slight tugs of resistance as you uh, move them down below him, and he just goes like completely stiff, and the silver kind of slowly dries up. And the gold around him begins to harden, mm. and you like you move your uh, you move your shields out, but they are the gold around that's dripping off them also hardens so that you're now we have kind of gold dipped bottom shields, <laughs> and the old man just starts to crumble into like a silvery powder and parts of them just slough away <laughs> and <laughs> drops down <laughs> onto the hardened Burke, are gold. you crumbling insane people up there? This is not the reaction that Burke here expected. We've talked about this, Burke. <laughs> when? Uh, what Burke here is just taken aback. He doesn't know what to do. <laughs> he tried to help this old man and the old man is completely destroyed utterly. Um, yeah, he is a, a light powder over a tub of solid gold. Uh, well, and uh, all the gold dust falls away that was uh, floating in the air. It stops coming out of people. It stops going into people, uh, and they start, start. Some of them start to wake up. Some of them fall asleep forever. Uh, but it looks like a large, like a majority of them are now starting to wake and afraid and alone but uh they you know some of them 
also call out to each other. They seem like they maybe they might have come from the same place or they know each other. Oh, okay. So it's a good thing. All right, Burke here's gonna wave happily from the balcony with his <laughs> friends. He's like with his new gold blanging shield. Everybody is free. Liquidity. And then he's gonna go <laughs> down and join. Burke, your saver. Uh, what uh, what happens to the? I've got my staff in somebody's eye socket here. Or whatever. What happens? Uh, there? it the maniac. He's gonna fall like, with just the gold pooling out of him. Uh, it looks like whatever was animating him uh, died with the old man, and he just kind of falls to nothing. Deflates as all the gold dust falls away. What about the the arms with the cleavers that Arjuna is currently holding in her her hands? <laughs> Uh, you're now holding whatever was biological there, but the cleavers also disintegrate. So you're now holding just a man's, a man's arms. Okay, Archwood drops that. That is gross. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it appears the off switch for this was in that man's eye socket. Excellent. Well, you all have me to thank. Hello, everybody. I'm Owit Quendicott. I'm an adjunct professor at a variety of universities. Owit. Owit. Oh, uh, they're all chanting Erwitt's name, uh, and the the more the ones who have been awake for longer, uh, they go and pick him up and put him on their shoulders and start parading him around, and uh, people are throwing you flowers. They're not throwing you flowers. There's no flowers here, <laughs> uh, but they they're very happy. They're they're overjoyed that they've been freed from this nightmarish existence. Oh, excellent! Chicken laser beam.